As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Ladies and gentlemen. You want experience during your football season? <gasps> Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Week four is in the books. It's the I Want Your Flex podcast. He's Mike Harmon. Get him on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. This show, executive produced by Lee DeLapp, with a bunch of help from Lee Mayock and one Mike Lingard. Mike, week four gave us a Monday night doubleheader, gave us a coaching change in the National Football League, and gave us a bunch of points in the National Football League, which seems to be the theme for the first four weeks of the season. But week four, absolutely, positively no different. Even on a night where offenses weren't necessarily sharp on Monday Night Football, we still got points from teams. Right, we still got our, our big performances. And look, Patrick Mahomes gets credited with two touchdowns that uh, were extended handoffs, all right? Gadget plays, but they all count just the same. Uh, we watched Aaron Rodgers move up and down the field. Uh, we'll talk about the hero of the day uh, there, a little-known tight end who, who becomes a superstar. No Devontae. Like, the star power was out, right? No Cam Newton because of COVID in, in one game. And then you talk about 
the nightcap, Julio Jones is in and then he's out. All the all the stars were on the injury list. Some made it, some didn't, some didn't finish. I mean, it just a, a crazy week. And the Bill O'Brien thing, I could do ninety minutes on that standing on my head. But <laughs> points galore, and once again, penalties are non-existent. Teams are allowed to have fourteen to twenty play drives, and we're not seeing the holding calls and other things that we're used to besetting those those efforts. They just keep moving forward. It's kind of fun to watch, uh, but frustrating as hell if you're a former player, I'm sure, going, you know what? They used to call holding on a play like that. I lost touchdown after touchdown and opportunities. And, you know, blood pressure checks. B.O.B. is B.Y.E. out of Houston. We will get into that. But I do have to say this. Someone on this show recommended playing Robert Tanyan on our last episode and with the week that I had I know it sure as heck wasn't me you on this episode or on this podcast in our last episode episode eight leading into into week four with the majority of the games outside of the Thursday night contest you said get Robert Tanyan and Robert Tanyan came through big time for the Green Bay Packers and if you listen to Mike uh congratulations to you but why were you high on Tanyan coming in just for the lack of Green Bay receivers or what gave you the, the Robert Tanyan bug? I think the, the two factors, right? Receivers hurt the core injury to Lazard and Devontae Adams being a game-time decision. As we know, he took his shot at the training staff on Twitter on Monday morning uh, and quickly deleted said tweet. But Tanyan had scored back-to-back weeks for all of the attempts downfield and and Rodgers has pushed the ball downfield a little more than we have seen the last couple of years the running backs and tight ends have been the focal point right i mean Devontae Adams is always going to grab his 15 targets when he's on the field but when it comes to the red zone and certainly tonight with the injuries you you've just seen the running backs and tight end play a huge role and for Tanyan could you expect 698 and three? Hell no. This is a guy that at Indiana State, Dan, they couldn't have a pro day because he's the only guy. So he went up to Northwestern and was training with the Northwestern <laughs> guys for on their pro day. I kid you not. I was a bunch of Chicago writers had written about it at the time, and those articles were popping up. And then a bunch of the scribes in real time going, I just remember looking at him like he didn't fit in. Right? It was just. Well, all right, what, sure. what's he doing? Who is this guy? And sure enough, there he is, a star on Monday Night Football. And now George, his friendship with George Kittle was uh, made mention on the broadcast as well, and he put up Kittle-like numbers in week four. One other point from Monday night, and then, then we'll move on to, to what's happening in the National Football League. In the loss, we know the Patriots, obviously, Brian Hoyer was atrocious, especially yes. with the decision-making on the sack at the end of the first half, and a, and a lot of stuff, and they moved to Jarrett Stidham. The question is, and it has been for the last 20 years in in fantasy football is that Patriots backfield. Sonny Michelle not playing. Uh, we know Rex Burkhead had the big game uh, a week ago in week three, but now it's Damian Harris. Is it still buyers be, buyer beware when it comes to Damian Harris now with the New England backfield? Because as a buyer, that just not only as the last name, but someone who's also looking for a running back in one of my fantasy leagues, I still just have buyers beware when it comes to the New England Patriots, and I'm not necessarily buying Damian Harris just yet. No, that's it. 17 for 100, owned in 31% of leagues as of now before the next waiver period finishes. But you got James White came back, right, after his absence. Only three carries, but seven catches out of the backfield so you know he's going to leech off whatever it is eight to 15 touches depending on game script and how it's flowing and then sony michelle comes back you look at even tonight rex burkhead still had 11 carries right they still were true to the run game so should he be rostered sure if your bench is deeper and you're playing with multiple ir and covid spots and all these other because this is this year has really changed how people are adjusting rosters, right? It's not just bench spots. You're seeing IL, IR, whatever it's designated, depending on your service, that you could slide a guy in there if he's declared out for a game and go pick up someone on waivers, which is former fantasy baseball thing, now come to football. So mm-hmm. if you can roster Harris and just play defense, 
and see how it shakes out, then cool. But otherwise, I'm with you. The New England backfield's one I don't want to have a lot of shares in. And especially with Cam Newton, whenever uh, he does come back from the COVID-19, there's also another person that's taking up the rushing opportunities, the goal line carries to have any value. So as great of a night as Damian Harris needs, even if you're desperate for a running back, I'm not sure that's where you need to go. I do love week four in the uh, NFL and week five in the National Football League, and I love it in fantasy football because this is the time to get cooking. Now, we have a trade deadline in our league. It doesn't come up until week 12 of our fantasy season season but Mike I know that there are owners that will want to do a trade there are owners after the draft is done that will send out trade proposals like they're just non-stop people love to trade but for the people who are maybe apprehensive in doing so and I don't mind that I don't like to do trades in the first two or three weeks unless I absolutely have to or really just get a sense that boy I, I really messed up this draft. I like to see how the team plays out. And week four, if you're one and three, you're not out of it. And so I just think at this point in the season, over these next two or three days, try to make a deal. Try to make a trade. Try to find out the value. If somebody has, you know, got a bunch of wide receivers that they're looking to, you know, to, to maybe uh, add another running back. I, I'm always high in trying to get running backs more so than wide receivers, but look for deals out there. This is the absolute prime time to do it before a trade deadline because now you're enough into the season to not be married to your draft, and it's still early enough, I think, to get in get in on some guys that maybe have potential for the rest of the season. So yeah, I love they, this time of year in fantasy. No, it's, it is, it is the best, right? Cause now you're, you're recognizing what teams are, right? You come in blind to it. And you know, the thing we always say, hope I, I grab it out of Shawshank redemption, right? They use hope in two ways. Hope's the best of things, right? And move forward, whatever. And then you've got red saying hope's a dangerous thing. Because you know you make bad decisions <laughs> sometimes uh, on either either end of the spectrum, but you know after four weeks we know who these teams are. At least most of them. I think there's still a handful that you put into a bucket. Going, I really don't know which way this is going to go. But for the most part, we know Dallas's defense is bad, right? Nobody's walking through that door. I keep mm-hmm. suggesting uh, at son of bum. Uh, let's get Wade Phillips back in the mix. See if he yeah. can. Uh, cobble some magic there but in terms of free agent players right we see a couple of guys that are potentially going to get signed are they difference makers no right so you know they're going to continue to throw the ball so if you're an ezekiel elliott owner i'm sorry it's going to be a long year for you they're going to be throwing the ball a ton right but you have certain other circumstances right carson wentz gets a big win over san francisco they still have all their division games to go and I guarantee whoever drafted him in their le- in your league hates him, hates him right now, even with back-to-back solid efforts. So, I mean, there's certain players just from a schedule-watching perspective. You do a little bit of the, the due diligence. Maybe you can get a nice buy-low opportunity. But sitting and standing pat, forget about it. You're trash. Someone else may find as gold. And if you can build a case for them, get after it. Practice your sales skills. Yeah, I, I, you mentioned Ezekiel Elliott. I think it's a great point because on Fox Sports Radio on Sunday in the Red Zone show that I do with George Reister, 5 o'clock Eastern time to Pacific, just a little plug there. Nice we had Daryl Johnston on, Moose Johnston, and he was on the call of the Cowboys-Browns game and basically just said that this team doesn't run through Zeke anymore and that this team runs through Dak Prescott and, uh, you know, Zeke and people are just going to have to realize that that is the case. So if you are an Ezekiel Elliott owner, I, I'm not saying give up on him, Mike, just because of the certain value of running backs, but that is a name that could probably get you a pretty good haul and get you some other maybe running backs that aren't as flashy name-wise, but could give you similar to maybe even better production than what you could get from the Cowboys running back yeah i think that there's this is one of those opportunities right look at the guy in your league who's got the handcuff to another back right that maybe is worth a price shot for later on in the season and you can upgrade your receiving core or your quarterback position because the name value and the history right just flash the numbers and you'll say oh over time it'll come will it i don't know but again, playing that same thing, as I mentioned with Wentz, perhaps once you get into the division, 
that division stinks. Uh, you may have some opportunities, you know, whereby they can get back to that script because uh, something Jason Smith and I talked about quite a bit uh, on our Monday show coming out of week four, uh, 7 to 11 Pacific, Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM, Channel 83, and 400-plus affiliates nationwide and the voice in your head. Uh, but one of the things was the impressiveness by which whether you buy or don't what Cleveland's doing, they're 3-1, and one, right? And their identity right now is to run the ball and not let Baker Mayfield screw it up. For Dallas, while you want to use the wide receivers you have, and it's a great stable, add a waiver wire guy and Dalton Schultz off your fantasy world, it would behoove them to run the football again to keep that defense off the damn field, mm-hmm. seeing how terrible they are. Do you want to keep playing 45 38 games or 49 38 like you were this no that's not how you want to win or try to win football games so the only way to do that and then even if you do hire a, a new defensive consultant uh he can't play the games so maybe they flip the script a little of how they how they will run their offense going forward but for the short term you've got four four games worth of data to start making those trades i like the way you think get out there yeah, you got to swing a deal. Did you just try to one-up my plug with your plug of the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon? No. Because I you, think it- added, you added the channels where they could hear it. I just gave the times to my show. So you kind of like, you kind of cranked it up a notch. It, well, but it that- helps both of us because it can be heard out of the same venues. <laughs> uh, for those unawares, we're both Fox Sports radio people. Uh, That's but true. The- but it was it was a discussion we'd had before the season when the the Browns had brought back Kareem Hunt, right? And they signed him to that deal. Was all right. There's a shifting here. If they're going to invest that much, not that Nick Chubb's making a ton of money, he's still on his rookie deal. But the idea that you now have both those backs, Hunt is a a great pass receiver, banged up right now, uh, but, but played, and with Chubb going to injury list for what six weeks plus we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see if we can find another guy to step in but the identity's gone away from let's wing it around just because we have name brand receivers and i think dallas would be wise to do the same so that was just a talking point from the show that i thought could gravitate its way here hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode nothing to do with anyone personally but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And, and we'll, we'll hit on the Browns in a bit. There are a couple of other things that just uh, want to get off the list because I do want to talk Bill O'Brien, B.O.B., oh, yeah. out of uh, Houston, fired on Monday. On the same day, he announced that he was going to take over the play calling, <laughs> which is... Which is he is, still get, does he still get to do that? <laughs> which is so awesome. What You know what always annoyed me about Bill O'Brien? You want to you know what annoyed me? And it's not... The, the chin it's not that it's not the arrogance or how he would answer certain questions what annoyed me about bill o'brien was he always wore a black texans hat and their colors were navy and i didn't know like i couldn't find out maybe like sometimes you do it for a cause or you're trying to right. you know bring recognition to something but it always annoyed me that he would wear that black hat because there was no black in the texans uniform or color scheme and it just was so annoying because black and navy also just don't work maybe a different type of navy but the navy that the texans had so i'm I'm glad i don't get to see the the black hat again but i don't know how different we're gonna see the texans with even bill o'brien not being there i don't know if they'll play looser i don't think that because honestly i don't think that they were trying to save bill o'brien's job maybe just having him out of the building could free stuff up but i don't even think that that's it i think we're just going to get more of the same and unfortunately that's not good news for the houston texans yeah i mean deshaun watson right now is still a qb1 for fantasy purposes through the first quarter of the season which is pretty impressive since he doesn't have a damn guy to throw to Right, the yeah. on, on again, off again love affair that fantasy owners and and the media have with Will Fuller. Until I see him play a full quarter of a season healthy, and not a hey, he's on the sideline for this series because of a hammy or all of these things. Sure, and it's, look, I, I'm sorry the guy gets hurt. It's no disrespect to him. It's just reality. It's like well, we always talk availability being your best ability, right? Deshaun Watson's got nothing of talent, of consistency. Randall Cobb, they paid a a King's ransom to come in. Johnson and Johnson in the backfield. Are you kidding me? No, it's not working. Yeah, Brandon Cooks, uh, three targets, zero catches against the Vikings. 
Yeah, and the Will Fuller thing, it's funny because you did mention him as one of your uh, a guy to play, and Will Fuller cashed in six catches, 108 yards, and a touchdown. But it was also when he popped up on the injury list on Thursday. So when, when you're talking about it was cleared on Friday and taken off the injury list, but when you're trying to figure out how to fill out your lineup and you have that sort of history, yeah, it's right there. There's just there's not much in Houston. Here's the sad thing about it on a personal level for me is I picked Deshaun Watson. Watson to be the MVP and I was considering between three guys Watson Murray and Russell Wilson and I thought that if the Texans had any sort of success because of the lack of talent around him Mike this is such a backwards uh, way of thinking but that Watson would be elevated where you would say, wow, look at what Houston has done. They don't even have DeAndre Hopkins anymore, and here they are, 10-6, and six, winning the AFC South. What I should have said is they've got nothing around him. It's not going to work out in Houston because that's what's happened through the first four weeks of the season, and now Bill O'Brien doesn't have a job. Yeah, I mean, when we, when we break it down, right, the schedule makers didn't do them any favors, right? This is the uh, Big Ten Nebraska equivalent for the National Football yeah. League. <laughs> Right. Hey, you want to yeah. leave? Blake you. Here's your schedule. Same thing here with the with the Texans. Obviously, you win the division. Your schedule is going to be harder. But they gave them a murderer's row in the first four weeks. Right. Not that Minnesota's been world beating to this point, but they came in with expectations. Yeah. Right. And can still put up some points defensively. They still have their issues. But for the first four weeks. I don't know. You'd probably go strength the schedule. Who's had it harder than they have, right? But personnel-wise, I mean, they certainly don't have the horses to get that done either. Uh, and and we've talked about that, that schedule a, a bunch of times on this podcast. And the only issue that I will bring up to say that I think is indefensible is there was never a game where they played Texans football. Like, there was never a game where you're like, okay, they've got things rolling. Maybe a little bit in that Pittsburgh game where it's like, okay, this is – but they seem to be from behind from Kansas City. They seem to be playing catch-up against the Vikings on Sunday. They were never in the game against the Ravens. There was never that point where at any point and, – and this was a team that – I thought was going to win the AFC South that even with that murderer's row, there was never a point where they were able to put their stamping on anything. And that just tells me that they just aren't at the caliber of those teams. Well, we've, we saw it gutted trader bill had made his mark, right? And even (laughs) going forward, Miami's got a bunch uh, of their picks going forward. So the Cavalry's not walking through that door, right? Bill O'Brien had already made his, his mark as GM, uh, and it's a disaster. So we'll be be curious to see what the next iteration is. I'm just feeling bad for Deshaun Watson. But by the same token, between him, Tunsil, and J.J. Watt, you got three guys making a ton of cash. That's really not going to help mm-hmm. you rebuild this roster, whomever comes in as GM next. You've got Jacksonville coming in next week. And then you've got the Titans and Packers so you better get that win against Jacksonville because it could uh, it could be getting worse. The the rest of the schedule does lighten up a little bit where you you do have uh, the Lions on your schedule. But point being, we'll we'll talk if if we talk Texans Lions, this is going to be one heck of a podcast. I'll tell you that much. All right, let's talk about the two big injuries that happened in the National Football League. We're going to talk Austin Eckler first because this was a guy that was a high draft pick, and now. I out four to six weeks because of the hamstring with the Chargers. How does that trickle down in the Bolts' backfield? What does it do for everybody else? Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, and those guys. But Austin Eckler, not going to be around for Anthony Lynn's squad. Well, the hardest part is still determining what what Anthony Lynn's going to do with the quarterback position. Right, That's a side issue, but it certainly informs a lot of the performances that we see in that receiving core. Uh, Because remember, Mike Williams hasn't been available either. Uh, But for Austin Eckler to go down, just awful uh, fantasy owners really bet him big. I didn't think he'd hold up over a full season. Uh, A a hamstring injury, you know, obviously something you can't quite predict, and it's severe enough that we're talking missing some games. So Joshua Kelly... 
already on about half of fantasy rosters. He'll be a, a hot waiver wire pickup. My guy, Justin Jackson from Northwestern gets back in the mix. Some, uh, so I would say probably 60, 40 would be my guess off the jump, maybe 70, 30, uh, because Jackson had some injury issues coming into the year. Maybe they don't want to give him a huge role, but I think a lot of it will be informed by what Anthony Lynn wants to do at QB, right? Is he still married to the idea that, because of the injury to Terod Taylor, that he's got to give him another shot when he's healthy because that's going to change Keenan Allen value, Hunter Henry's value, and what that passing game is. Not to mention the run game, I think, right? You'll see a little more of a bonus for them because they'll want to run the ball and play defense and not necessarily push downfield with Terod Taylor. Whereas Justin Herbert, as we saw with a couple of beautiful deep strikes, I mean, that kid's got an arm, and he's not afraid to, to use it and wing it around, for better or for worse, right? That's gonna That comes back to bite you in the ass as a rookie, too. But at least that willingness to push downfield, I don't know that that's the game Anthony Lynn was looking to call, but it's at his disposal so long as Herbert's there. I found it interesting. Bruce Arians even made a point of saying after the game that he spoke with Anthony Lynn and – just basically said you got you got a you got a kid there with, with Justin mm-hmm. Herbert making a Patrick Mahomes like throw and then Arians talked about it in the post game so there's I know that that Anthony Lynn addressed the issue on Monday when he talked with the media there's you know if I'm Keenan Allen and those guys I'm in coach's office being like all right we love Tarad and everything but let's stick with the rook I think more damage can be done by allowing Terod Taylor to come back and take the starting job, more damage can be done to Justin Herbert than the positive that can be gained by starting Terod Taylor. And that's, I think, what you have to weigh if you're the Chargers in in their situation. I just, I, I mean, it's without Austin Eckler there, you know, with the with the uh, Triple J backfield that you basically have now with, uh, with uh, Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly and now Justin Herbert, um, yeah, I, the Chargers were the perfect team that were, as I said, 16 to 20 points a week, and I think that's probably going to be this, the way that it goes out. I don't see too many 38-31 games like they had against the Buccaneers. Well, and let's call it what it is. As it stands, they've got a laundry list of injuries to key personnel as well, right? Offensive line is really banged up. Mm-hmm. And we look defensively, you've already Yeah, no Pouncey. Yeah. Right? Pouncey missing is, is immense. And then you had, what, both tackles were banged up this week, right? And then defensively, well, Derwin James isn't there. Uh, and Ingram isn't there. So, I mean, you're missing a couple of your top playmakers. So you're probably going to be needing to push the ball a little more than maybe you would have liked to on your script, right? Because you're not going to be able to control as many because you don't have the the killer safety coming up to stop the run game and everything else like Derwin James was able to. So you're going to get yourself probably into more of these shootouts. And I don't know that Terod Taylor's equipped to be that guy in those spots. I like him, but when the strongest thing is, you know, he he doesn't turn the ball over and he calls a good game under center. Okay, what does that mean? Like if you're down, is he the guy to quarterback you back in? I don't think he's the guy to do it, right? If your no. defense isn't up to the task and the pass rushers aren't getting home and you're down, we at least saw from the kid, he's going to keep winging it. And, uh, you know, there, there's bad habits that can be formed there, but also a lot of confidence about being able to play in this league. Let's get into the Browns just a little bit more than, than we did earlier because of the Nick Chubb injury. He's now out six weeks expected because of the calf strain. You mentioned Kareem Hunt uh, taking over the, the, the rushing load, but it wasn't Nick Chubb and it wasn't Kareem Hunt that actually led the team in rushing on Sunday. It was Dearness Johnson. So, so the the Browns still didn't miss a beat with all of their stars. And I'm not saying uh, I, I'm not trying to make fun of Dearness Johnson's uh, effort because it was 13 carries, 95 yards for for Cleveland. But uh, without Nick Chubb. It seems to be the Kareem Hunt show. Is Ernest Johnson a guy that you're going to be looking at to pick up? How do things shape out of Cleveland now with Chubb on the bench? Damn right. Let's go, Ernest Johnson, because it's going to be a workload split. I don't think Kareem Hunt, because right now you can't expose him 
And not to say that he won't have a game or two where he's in that 25-touch category, but I think, you know, if, if if my read on this is right, of the identity and not wanting Mayfield half-ass winging it around as he was wont to do a year ago, then they stick to this plan. And whether Dernis Johnson can do this consistently, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, 13 for 95 uh, is, is a pretty pretty strong effort we take it with a grain of salt because it's the cowboys and we know how bad uh and civ like that defense can has been but i think the identity is to run the football and control clock and i mean defensive backfield they haven't been able to get healthy yet so that's that's certainly something to hang a star on which is why dak prescott once they actually started connecting was able to make hey the front part of their defense has been solid but the back end struggles and while that's still in effect, keep that defense off the field as best you can. Go to the ground sure. game. So I'll pick up Johnson. I mean, you know, he may only be flex worthy. And again, it's a defensive play with Nick Chubb down six weeks and Kareem Hunt came into the game being on the injury list. You know, the next man up. And this goes back to our handcuffing strategy from before the season. Right. In addition to trades, this is where you start looking around to say, all right, which of the backups, even if they haven't gotten a ton of work yet, are still unowned? And do I have an opportunity to add them to the, my bench because of the IL spots being added so I can play defense that way? The Browns, I am I, I am not 100% with you. I am about 85% with you. I'm kind of just like at 2 o'clock while you're at noon. I agree, like at the, the start of the season, you run the ball with, with Chubb and you run the ball with Kareem Hunt, and that's your best way of, of success. And you want to limit Baker Mayfield's mistakes that, that he can make. I find it interesting, and this is the best part about what Sunday was, was that Kevin Stefanski – took the pressure off of Baker Mayfield and still found a way to get the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. It, because the force feeding of OBJ last season is what I think did Baker Mayfield in. And even at the start of this season, because of all of the weapons that they do have with Jarvis Landry, with Austin Hooper, to be able to, to run a play where Jarvis Landry throws a touchdown pass to, to OBJ, to have that sort of thing, to run an end around with him, none of that was you know, really Baker, you know, Baker's doing in that aspect. And so that was, that's what I thought was brilliant about it was they were still able to take the pressure off of Baker, but still get the ball in Odell Beckham Jr.'s hands. And that is a huge positive sign, feeding everybody, making them feel apart with Baker not having any of the pressure. So no, that's uh, a good thing. Yeah. Good things yeah, for the Browns moving forward. Yeah, For you and I, I mean, the years we'd done the fantasy show and myriad you know, spots on, on Fox Sports Radio chopping up football. I mean, how many quarterbacks have we talked about and the struggles of having to force feed a singular receiver, right, to mm-hmm. where you get myopic? I mean, look at what happened in Detroit all those years with Calvin Johnson. As great as he was, should Matthew Stafford have been looking somewhere else? Sure. Should Jay Cutler have been looking somewhere more than Brandon Marshall? Yes. Not that they had receivers anywhere near that talent level, but with the amount of attention that the number one was getting, go somewhere else. But that myopia ended up becoming problematic for both of those guys in terms of locker room and wins and losses and everything else. And the media, you know, feasted on both of them through the years. And we could go through, there's a ton of other examples. I take the NFC North because, well, uh, I painfully watch all those games. Uh, and the Chicago fandom is on my sleeve. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seats 
seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Let's talk about struggles in a different way, Mike Harmon. Yeah. For our celebrities. Even celebrities have fantasies. Two chicks at the same time, man. Who better to set your starting lineup than the stars themselves? Hey, what's going on? It's Nick Lachey. Hi, this is Daryl Hall. And this is John Oates. This is Snoop Deagle Double G. Hi, this is Bob Eubanks from the Newlywed Gang. They rack them, we rank them. It's Celebrity Selections. All right, our Celebrity Selections for week four. And a guy with a lot of hardware. Some of that hardware is a Heisman Trophy, 1999 Heisman Trophy winner, winner, former first-round pick of the New York Giants, college football Hall of Famer Ron Dane was our uh, celebrity picker for week four. 
Ron went with Patrick Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor. That seemed to be a match made in heaven. Both went to Wisconsin, both guys from Jersey. Sure. And then and then he went Julio Jones, who had the question mark with a hamstring. It was a tough go for Mahomes. Didn't even have a Mahomes-like game against the Patriots. 236, two touchdowns, and did have 28 yards rushing. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, just 68 yards on the ground, uh, added another 11 uh, receiving. And then you had uh, Julio Jones with the four-catch third. 32-yard performance, but had to leave against the Green Bay Packers. So it was a quiet week for Ron Dane in our standings. And right now, unfortunately for Ron, is in last place at 36.9, behind uh, a 30-some points, uh, just under 30 points behind Josephine Scriver, who remains in first place with 65.5 points. Tough performance. Tough week. Talk, yeah. talk about the Mahomes touchdowns that... In my book, they don't count. Those are handoffs. Uh, just because it went in the air for <laughs> 0.4 seconds doesn't count. Uh, but the Julio Jones injury, certainly huge. We, we talked about Monday Night Football before. Uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't at least mention that Calvin Ridley got shut out. Right? Nice play by mm, Amos in, yes. the, in the end zone to keep him from at least getting a saver touchdown towards the end. Three targets on the first series and then very quiet until the end and well, almost had the touchdown, but Ryan was a, a, a beat too slow in getting the ball there, allowing Amos to recover. But for Ron Dane, just a tough go. The Bears defense did a good job of stiffening up in the red zone. You saw a lot of Rodrigo Blankenship over and over again uh, in that game. Phillip Rivers with some great smack talk that's become gift-worthy across the world. But for Jonathan Taylor, didn't didn't get any of that red zone glory that you love. Uh, and again, the early exit from Julio Jones, that's tough, man. That That is just a, yeah, a tough way to go. Yeah, that's going to kill you. Yeah. Especially at a game where they were throwing it a bunch at the end where you could have picked up something. I shorted Ron a point. He has 37.9 points. Uh, Josephine Scriver still at first, 65.5. Alicia Sacramone Quinn, 65.4. Jeff Cesario in third at 60.7. And then you got Ron Dane in in fourth with a 37.9. All right. Hey, Ron had a rough week. So did I. I almost burnt off my eyebrows uh, grilling on Saturday. Completely separate story. Just the the green You got the 30 second go <laughs> green egg got a little bit too hot forgot that the vents were all open came back it was like 800 degrees closed the vents it immediately dropped to 600 tried to burp it then opened it up didn't even see the flame all i heard was my bangs like starting to crisp and oh, wow. uh yeah the the yeah it's nothing big no burns but just a, just a <laughs> little off the top courtesy of the big green egg on saturday i figured it was kind of our last day of summer because it was hot here in southern california you you know why not throw some ribs on the grill and uh yeah got a little out of hand but other than that and me other than that and me going three and 11 against the spread on picks this week it was a dandy weekend mike it 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 really was i can't even i can't even do this we usually do our epic fails and i use and i on our friday episodes do the give me one reason to start and give you one reason to bench the two guys that I picked would have the same exact amount of points, so I don't even know if I won or lost on them. I said to start Tyler Boyd. He had seven catches for 90 yards and had a four-yard carry. And then I said bench Tyree Kill. Well, he had four catches for 64 yards and a touchdown against the Patriots. That came out to 16.4 points if you're in a PPR league. So I didn't even get that right. So that was my week four in a nutshell for you. What did you hit on? What did you miss or have an epic fail for in week four? Because mine was a dandy. Let's see. Uh, I I was slightly better against the spread. So my 1-900 lose my ass uh, challenge, uh, I went 8-8. So I only have to do 40 miles this week. That's pretty amazing since there were 15 games, Mike. I don't know how you picked 16 of them. Well, no, because I I looked at the other. Sorry. So 8-7. I gave myself the loss on the other one, I guess. So, look, a winning week. (laughs) Uh, a rarity these days in terms of pick. Sorry, I immediately gave myself credit for that 16th game, which is postponed to week seven, as we know. Uh, Kenyon Drake did me nothing. Ever since he cursed out fantasy owners, karma's been uh, against him. So he's been invisible uh, as you go through. Uh, I, I looked at when Matthew Stafford didn't give me the, the monster numbers I anticipated. 
Uh, the cold scores. still gave you three scores though. I tell you, gave yeah. you three touchdowns. I know the yardage just wasn't there, but yeah, so he's got you that. As we go through, you know, he finished tenth. I was expecting better the way I hyped him up, so I'll take the L there. Uh, I, I had in terms of positives, they they were few and far between. I mean, Tanya, you know what, Tanyan that we talked about, but you know the the I guess David Montgomery not being a factor. He wasn't. He was a. He was a not a no go. Uh, and nor nor did I think that you'd end up with a huge fantasy day from Philip Rivers. And he didn't. They won, but it certainly wasn't for anything he did. They had the touchdown to Mo Ali Cox, uh, but beyond that, it was again the the blanket ship show. I, I'll just say this. I don't care about what you missed. You nailed Tanyan on the head. And if anybody <laughs> listens to this podcast, that trumps everything. That's that's the queen of clubs in a game of Shots Cup, if you want. Beats every card. I think Tanyan trumps it. We're going to leave it at that. We're going to get to your Bears, by the way, in a sec, because they play Great. Thursday night football against the Buccaneers. We'll get your look ahead to that. But let's look ahead to the immediate future. Waiver Wire is out there. What are some names people need to target, especially because – Real buys are here, not just Titan Steelers because of COVID, but Lions and Packers not playing in week five. Who should we target on the waiver wire heading into this week? Well, if you're having trouble at the quarterback position, you got the opportunity of opportunities. Teddy Bridgewater, virtually unowned. He's got Atlanta. It's on the road, but I don't see Dan Quinn suddenly figuring this thing out. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but uh, it's been pretty painful to sit through the 12 hours that I've given any time to of my life watching Atlanta Falcons football. Uh, that's pretty mis- miserable as you go. Uh, out of this game as well, though, I mean, even though the week five bye, we've got Detroit and Green Bay are off. Jamal Williams is only 13% owned, right? Eight for 95 mm-hmm. in the receiving game uh, tonight, or I should say Monday night football. Uh, eight carries, 10 yards. All right, hang a star on that. But I don't think Aaron Jones is going to be the only back they use because if they've got aspirations, and they should, looking at the way the division sets up of a long-term run, they can't be using him 30 times a game. So I think Williams right now at 13% owned offers some value to you going forward. Uh, You had Zacchaeus as well with everybody banged up. Eight, eight catches, nine targets for 86 yards uh, for Atlanta. So uh, while you can say, hey, it's garbage time, targets are targets. And if Jones and, and is going to be banged up and not available to them, certainly someone to look for. I mentioned Dalton Schultz a little bit earlier. Uh, 24 targets the last three games. He's gone over 70 yards twice, a couple of touchdowns. And again, Dallas's defense isn't getting any better. So they're going to keep chucking. We already talked about the... The Chargers situation, Scotty Miller, who we talked about to start the season, he went back to the waiver wire in a lot of leagues for Tampa Bay. Yep. Uh, we'll get into the Thursday night game in a moment, but they've got injuries all over the place, right? Now you lose O.J. Howard. You're already talking about be the availability of Godwin and Evans week to week. Here's a steady set it and forget it Ronco product uh Tim Patrick in Denver another guy I wanted to highlight really quick as well because you're looking at uh six six out of seven for 113 touchdowns back-to-back games a big target for Denver all the injuries that we know of and where we're at with the quarterback situation he's a guy that would have been working with all the backups to start things back at even as disjointed sure. as training camp was that's still a couple of weeks so whenever you get into deeper in your quarterback depth chart you start looking for that guy who has a connection going back to training camp going back to preseason and right now Patrick looks like a guy who could be that guy and Jerry Judy for whatever reason was still unowned in 30 percent of leagues that doesn't make much sense to me he won't be after this week Buccaneers and Bears will start week five on Thursday night. Obviously, we, we we hope that we have the schedule as it is for week five. Things could change. Titan situation still up in the air as they take on the Bills. But let's look ahead to Thursday. It is Buccaneers at Bears. You mentioned a bunch of Buccaneers. Don't think that Chris Godwin's going to go right. just because of uh, the short week as it is. 
but who do guys need to play and look out for for Thursday night? Well, I think on the Bears side, it's outside of Allen Robinson. I don't know that there's anybody you truly trust. Right, You look at the running back position. We talked about David Montgomery and the struggles against Indianapolis. Front seven of Tampa, uh, no slouches. And look, Matt Nagy's trying to find the needle in the haystack at this point. You're seeing a lot more of Cordero Patterson and gadgetry and, and, and trying to be creative. Nick Foles looked like he hadn't played quarterback in five years watching him play with some yeah, of he the, stunk. Some of the yeah, he was not awful. good. You know, I, I didn't get I, didn't get help, but he wasn't. I mean, th- there were some drops as well, but yeah, he he wasn't good on Sunday. Yeah, I was actively uh, leading the charge of, hey, is this where we call for Mitch Trubisky? You know, at halftime, is this where <laughs> we want the quarterback? Sorry, you know, it goes both ways, uh, especially with a, as erratic as he was. But Robinson bailed him out, big catch uh, for a touchdown. But I, I can't trust him, right? If you're in a two QB league, fine. Otherwise, no. As for the the Bucks, we mentioned Scotty Miller. I'll take him, especially if I'm in a PPR league. From the running back position, difficult necessarily to go any higher than an, uh, a lower RB2 for Ronald Jones. You saw what the Bears were able to do, Taylor, with just the 68 yards. So, I mean, you might pile up some yardage, but I, I think they, they stiffen, and you're going to see the red zone go awry. And dare I say, Brady's outside my top 12 as I sit and look at it, you know, right coming out of week four. Yeah. It's, it's a tough tough play, especially with the big guys out. And and the other thing about Ronald Jones, I'll just add to this, he had six catches for 17 yards. So that's not even three yards a catch. And he had a bunch of a couple of drops, too, on dump off. So he's not that much of a right. threat out of the backfield when they uh, when they take on the Bears on Thursday. Even All right, if he let's... falls forward, though, Dan, I mean, at two <laughs> yards a pop and six catches – I mean, that's Six catches, <laughs> a long of seven. That's what it was for Ronald Jones receiving wise. Uh, Fortnat, yeah, his, you know, with his status, you'll want to check that out. Yeah. But Jones likely to get the nod. All right, three point conversion. Uh, three things that you need to know for these next couple of days before we meet again. Buccaneers, Bears, Thursday night. Let's wrap this baby up as we get ready for week five. Here are my three things. Number one, make a deal. Look to trade. Try to shake up your team if it needs it, if it's sitting there at one and three. This is the prime opportunity to do it. Number two, don't expect much to change in Houston, even though Bill O'Brien is out. I don't know if it will provide a huge boost that he's out of the building. I just think that the Texans right now are just shorthanded. Even though they're playing against Jacksonville, I just don't see a huge boost with Bill O'Brien out of the building. And number three, don't open a green egg when it's 600 degrees (laughs) if you want to keep your eyelashes and your bangs. That's the three things that you need to know in my three-point conversion this week. Mike, go ahead and wrap up yours. Uh, All right, really quick. We we say do it for the kids. We talk a lot about young wide receivers breaking through. Target counts are big. They're not afraid of playing these guys like it used to be in your grand grandfathers or your father's fantasy leagues uh start schedule watching right get a week ahead on your waiver wires because we're getting into the buys and you don't want to be competing for players in those stopgap situations yes that means you may want to add a defense a week early yeah that's kind of scary it's kind of going off your trade remarks and and finally the points are going to keep flying As long as they're not calling penalties, we talked about it at the start of the show, there's 50 points going up seemingly in every game, no matter how poor the teams are. Points are being scored. There's one or two outliers a week. So for fantasy purposes, maximize. Look for those bad matchups. We now know who those bad defenses are. Get aggressive. And if you got a Packer or a Lions, sit them on your bench. They aren't playing in Week Five. Mike, Correct we'll do it again, and we'll do it again in a few days. And uh, yeah, hopefully people can uh, listen and find out information about the new players that they acquired. We'll do it then. Friday morning, it drops. We'll talk to you then. Peace. Hey, pet parents, have you heard of Just Food for Dogs? Since 2010, we've been helping dogs everywhere live healthier, longer lives through the power of fresh, whole food nutrition. Our meals are formulated by an in-house team of veterinarians, and we only use human-grade meats and veggies with zero preservatives. After transitioning to Just Food for Dogs, pet parents report seeing more energy, firmer stools, improved health, and even longer lives. Give us two weeks. 
and we'll change your dog's life forever. Visit justfoodfordogs.com slash mobile and save 10% on your first purchase. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.